And we are live yet again with the Falcon and Winter Soldier After Show. I'm your host, Demetri Pereira. Uh, we got co-host Paul Loud down there, a.k.a. Uh, Spring Seaman. Um, that's that's my that's my uh, yes, Winter Soldier parody. I am. <laughs> it's I'm Winter Soldier parody, Trevor. The, okay. The Spring I, I get it now. He's, uh, he's, the, yeah. Yes. S E A M A N. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, ho, ho, uh, bring Seaman. Yes. Why not? Why? Yeah, why not? Seaman. Why not summer or fall or autumn? Why? Why spring? What, well, what is I it? like the alliteration. So it's either spring or summer. Um, it's for the alliteration, and summer Seaman just sounds too hot. You know, it's too yeah. hot. You uh, know. <sighs> not not comfortable, you know. It's not comfortable. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, everybody knows Paul. Uh, Paul's the co-host on all the after shows. But every after show we have uh, a special guest. Every after show uh, we got uh, Trevor Reese. Trevor, uh, say hi. How Hello. would you describe yourself, Trevor? Uh, I'm a nerd. Uh, form. I'd say recovering podcaster. Um, uh writer and cartoonist which i wouldn't describe myself but so many people describe me as that so i just say it (laughs) interesting interesting i feel like i have yet to scratch the surface with you trevor oh there's so many layers (laughs) there's so many layers so many like a parfait like a parfait (laughs) uh um so right off the bat i i said what an episode uh that's what i say uh, but right off the bat, we see you. We're, we're 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 live streaming to four different platforms right now. We are so wherever you guys are watching us, great. Thank you, thank you so much for watching us. There, our main platform that we uh, live stream to is Volume. So we we stream to Volume.com/slash The Keeg Show. Um, I have all the chats open so I can see it. But if you want your chat to be part of the actual episode, as you can see in that right hand right-hand corner of the screen there. Uh, that's I'm off of volume.com, volume.com slash uh, The Keeg Show. Let's see if this works what, there. What comment is right here that I'm pointing at? Because I don't know. Uh, nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Because you're I pointing not? towards Paul. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't have, I only have us on our call open. To... Oh, okay. That's cool. <laughs> and the, yeah. the, the configuration uh, the makes it look, okay. This way? Yeah. Okay. So, so it's like, what's this say? Technically, nothing. A little bit up. If you angle upwards, right here. Be but. Well, I mean, technically, it's a little bit more because we haven't gotten too many okay. commenters yet. But right. uh, the most recent comment on volume.com slash the Keeg Show is uh, uh, Superbeard saying it was the best one yet, and we got a post credit scene. And we did Ooh. get a post credit scene. Matthew A. Morey says, point to mine. So, Trevor, if you point up to your, like, top corner of your screen. Yeah, there we go. Well, and then, like, even more upwards. So, like, about, like, a little bit inwards from the top. A little bit to your... uh, Yeah, let's just say. That's Matthew A. Morey (sighs) saying, point to mine. Now, uh, I I am reading other comments on other platforms. We're doing the best we can. Uh, but I can only do so much. But I think it's interesting that I was like, what an episode, yet we have people on YouTube, or at least somebody on YouTube, and that's cool. We all got different opinions, saying somebody said nothing big 
happen. And before we get into this episode, uh, Trevor and Paul, if I was to say nothing big happened in this episode, what does what would that mean to you? I haven't a clue. Would but you agree or disagree that nothing disagree. big happened? I disagree. And I, I would like to know what they qualify as something. Because I felt so much happened in this episode. <coughs> we had, it was quiet. It was quiet. But I mean, this, I, I gotta say, I am a softie for like a superheroes aren't using their powers because that is an old standard comic book trope is you have like the issue of the X-Men where they're just playing baseball or they're just like, it's a pool party. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, oh, like, the old X-Men pool party. <laughs> I mean, that got I me mean, childhood. Bucky did use his uh, super strength. Yeah. For manual labor. And that's, like, and you get some jokes and you get some stuff. Like I've, I, so I used to, my old podcast was about the flash and I was a big proponent that I just wanted to see an episode of the flash where there was no villain. Where it's just like yeah. we still you can figure out there's ways to do action scenes or like incorporate powers and make it visually still dynamic, but it's just like what's the quiet stuff? Like I want to see that. And yeah. this episode I felt really delivered on top of all the beautiful Isaiah Bradley stuff, um, yeah. as well as the continuing spiral of Carly and yeah. John Walker losing yeah. his mind and and. Of course, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Right. Yeah. 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 In this episode. What? How oh. wild was that? Um, that was so I, crazy. It was like Veep. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, she's great. She's great in everything she does. I did anyone know that she was in this? No. Did anyone no, out no. there know? This, did this, they keep this super close to the chest? This was like, super. I have no no yeah. one I have seen has like come close to saying anything remotely. Julia Louis Dreyfus is going to be in this, right? Yeah. Who would have thought that's like like David Cross is going to be, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, David Cross, he's going to be in it, and uh, Bob Odenkirk's going to show up. Right. And like, well, Julia Louis Dreyfus had like ten. I mean, kind of has. I mean, since Veep ended, like, anyway. The point being is like, she's great. She's great. And oh um, there's interesting things with that, and we'll get to that. Um, by the way, I dabbed earlier because there's Aditya in uh, the YouTube chat saying hi, and then a dab emoji. Um, oh, I don't I know what's dab. a proper what what's a proper dab. Is it into the elbow? Or is it down the forearm? I don't know. Uh, my nephew has really gotten into to dabbing. He he he's he does it. Oh, you're getting all literally yeah, disappears. I just disappear. <laughs> I just disappear. <laughs> it's so good. It's like it's it's like in Zoolander where he does uh, Magnum, and it's just yeah. it, literal magic. That's how good you're dabbing. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Not with glass. Yeah. Oh. See, it's. It's definitely so it's, you're you're directing your head into the elbow into the crowd. It's like you're Steve. Okay. God. Yeah. Like that's okay. yeah. Like this is a lazy one. If, if 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 the head's going into the forearm, it's a lazy one. You're just like, oh, I'm funny, guys. Not <laughs> this. Yeah. No. If you're doing a true one, you're like 
Yeah. Do you have to bring your arm around? You have to. You have to kind of like like your Darkwing Duck to royalty. No, no, it's it's like almost like this. Yeah. You put your hip into it. Like you, almost like your Ezra Miller's Flash with Except his floppy, floppy arms. That's that's the kind of movement you need to properly dap. You need to be right. in okay. Ezra Miller in the Speed Force, which I will say, beautiful segment when he runs back in time. That was awesome. Yeah, that was super yeah. cool. But again, his but, arms like literally, it's like he's reaching out and using the air to pull himself forward. To like, swim. Yeah. And like skate at the same time. Um, <laughs> Matthew Morey says, this is like when I was a kid watching my friend, my parents try to explain Pogs or Pokemon. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Fair Pogers. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, now, he, here's the thing. There was a lot of things that, that uh, came out in this episode. And as this, this episode was pretty long, right? This is a pretty long episode. Um, so minutes. obviously there, I mean, there are no doubt people going to be showing up, but we got, we got some people out there. Uh, the usual suspects it's Smitty YX, um, in, on, on Twitch asks, I wonder what was in the Wakandan case. And I have an idea. We'll get to that later. Sorry. It's Smitty stick around. We will but talk we all, about that. I That's think we all have thoughts. Talk. Yeah. We all have thoughts on that. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is definitely a question. Let's save that for later, but Yeah. Um Wait, but we got it wasn't the usual just a nice suitcase in volume. It was just a suitcase. <laughs> it wasn't uh, just really good I mean, luggage. It's Marcel Wallace's soul. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's it is. It's worth as much as uh, a boat. I would be it's happy. A, I would have it's be a check happy. for the boat. <laughs> they bought it. I would be happy if uh if it was just a vibranium suitcase, like I'd be lucky just to have a vibranium suitcase. I'd be like, oh shit, that's high that's quality a new shit. Superhero? What? Well, it's okay. a new superhero. Yeah. Just the case. Just the case. Um, Trevor, were you going to say something? Well, I was gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to pull it up on my phone. Cause I'm wondering like, what is his reaction, but we'll get to that. We're, we're getting off okay. course again, because we're going to talk about it. Now, I want to shout out some of the people in the comments. Obviously, we got Aries over there. I think he's on Twitch, but normally he 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 jumps over to volume. Again, our main squeeze is volume.com slash the Keeg Show. Um volume.com slash the Keeg Show. Um the people over there. Uh we got Matthew Mori, we got Superbeard, we got Miss Marauder. What's up, Miss Marauder? We got uh we got Vagabondage, who I did a little TikTok live with earlier uh, today. Um, we got Mars Bars. What's up, Mary? I'm assuming Tom's there as well. Um, okay, Superbeard says I'm having issues with volume, but I'll be back on there. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so so we got the usual subjects over there, and we're, we're streaming to four different platforms, and hopefully we don't have any technical difficulties in this episode. Let's get to it. The episode starts off with... A John Walker Falcon uh Bucky fight, yeah. right? Um we see Bucky running and or not Bucky running, uh John Walker running to that warehouse where he finally gets a breath, and then Falcon and uh Bucky are there, and they're trying like Sam is trying to talk sense into him, and John Walker does that crazy like that look where he's like, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I know it. Well, this is a trap. And then, you know, hilarity ensues. How did you guys feel about uh, that scene? 
as an especially as an opening scene, you know. It wasn't as bad as Jamie Foxx telling Spider-Man he didn't remember his name. <laughs> when we when we have those moments where the villain cracks. So, well, right. it's so it, uh Julie Louis Dreyfus Val, which never say her name again, just keep it in your head. Um oh, yeah. she like states definitively that he took the serum. And so yeah. he is like it says you become more of yourself is like the, the the running saying of the serum so what do we think john walker is at his core that's driving him to this like is it like his psd he's like having like ptsd becomes i don't know like even worse like it's just amplified even further i think i mean i got my opinions paul do you have an answer for this one i mean he's definitely conflicted i don't know it's it's the same resentment that a lot of military people not all but a lot of military people you know have and that's you know eat eat the apple fuck the core it's kind of like what marines say i don't know if you ever sorry about the language i've never i've never heard that before what does that mean oh so it's like buying into the fantasy of being a marine and then it's not what you think it's going to be and all the nightmares of war, and then all the ways that you're treated by uh, the U.S. government, the innocent people you might, or collateral damage you may cause, and then right. seeing your friends die while you're doing horrible things, maybe. Yeah. Um, but, this, but also I, the saying would be spelled C-O-R-P. Yeah. Eating oh. apple, like Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to play on the words with the eat the apple. Okay. F the core. F the core. F the core. Um, okay, so we can. Uh, I mean, this doesn't. Yeah, yeah, you can cuss on this show. It doesn't matter. I mean, if you're one of those people that cusses all the time, then it gets old. But like, whatever. Uh, um, I think the question of who is John Walker at his core is a very interesting question. Um, Vagabondage says. Well, Aries says John Walker believes in himself more than anyone else. Vagabondage says, I wouldn't give him the scapegoat of PTSD at his core. Walker has some major insecurities, but also uh, expectations that he just deserves respect without earning it. And I think it's a combination of a lot of things. The way I see John Walker is that he worked, he did work hard. He got to where he needed to be. There was was a bad day in which he got commemorated for, right? He he said there were some things that he's done that he's not proud of. I understand. He's trained really hard to get where he is. That being said, he is the type of person to believe that he got to where he is off of solely himself. Solely himself. And I think that that makes a difference. Yeah. Why? Because if you believe that you got to where you are right now solely because of yourself, that means everybody else can do that too. You just got to do it. And that's the, the only difference between me and you is that I tried hard enough. And when we realize that there are so many variables at play, including like support systems and people that you can count on, uh, not everybody has that. Not everybody can attain that. Not to mention then a layer of uh, systemic privileges that can be given to John Walker. Again, that doesn't make John Walker lazy. It just makes it so that uh, uh, he is where he is because of other things, and he worked hard to get there. And then that's 
I mean, there are other factors at play. You know what I mean? But he fails to be self-aware enough to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lamar helped him out. His wife, I'm sure, has helped him out. The government has been like, you look like a great guy. Here's the shield. Like, there's a lot of things at play. You know what I mean? He suffers from B storyline. <laughs> where, like, which, is, visited, which is what? Well, when he visited Battlestar's family after, yeah. you know, to explain to them what happened, I'm like, oh, they have this like history, but it feels so shallow, like very cliche. And I, I want to feel more for both the loss of the Battlestar family, but they fridged the, them. The and, Mr. and Mrs. Battlestar. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the Battlestar, the Lamar family, I, I guess. Lamar yeah. Hoskins, but yes. Hoskins. Yeah. Lamar Hoskins, yeah. why? Why did I do yeah. that? Anyways, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Miss Marauder says, I'm with you completely, Dimitri, you said it perfectly. And there's no shame, because even myself, I've gotten to where I am because my family has been there to support me. I can't say that and any I can't say that any success ever in my life, however little they are, like has ever been 100% me. Like I've been the driving force, but there have been people who have helped me and given me opportunities in my life, you know? Advantages that I've had uh that that not everybody has had, whether or, it's location or whether it's my family or, or not. I th I also think like this is kind of seeing because I mean remember like when uh, in First Avenger Steve Rogers was not who Tommy Lee Jones wanted he wanted that asshole guy um, who was a bully uh, and I think yeah. this is kind of not not like in any sort of like storytelling way but like actually see like seeing what that would have looked like. Like, this is if you had actually given that guy the super soldier serum and get, made that guy Captain America, and we're kind of seeing that, like, no, it it does, it is, it does take a special person, um, like, internally more so than any physicality, because obviously Steve Rogers weighed 70 pounds. Yeah. Asthmatic. Yeah, flat asthmatic, feet. flat feet. Flat foot, yeah. Um... Virgin. Yeah. I mean, he had so many. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. This guy doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's married. He's so. <laughs> yeah. um, something that's interesting about Walker uh, is that something Superbeard brought up, and, and I, I, I wrote it down, um, is, is he tells the, the Hoskins family that the man that he killed killed Lamar. Mm -hmm. How fucked is that? Like, that's fucked, right? I mean, you gotta lie sometimes when you're presenting that folded flag, right? But it, it, but it, okay. it is, like... Spare. Spare them the details. But, but it's a lie for him, but I don't think the scene played it that way. Like, it was a lie for his own comfort because... Because it's also like, no... I didn't have like I didn't get the person. It's the like the leader. Like it took the leader of this cause is the one who took him out. And I'm like gonna go. I'm gonna figure out how to stop her. Like I don't. I think it was his shame at the the, the graphic nature in which he killed this person who was just part of the cause and not the murderer. That he didn't want them to look at him any differently. But I don't know how well that translated because I think he's right. It, Beast uh, suffers from B storyline. Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. Illness. 
yeah, B plot. Uh, yeah. B plot itis. Um, <laughs> Inflammation of the B plot. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, you know uh, like honestly this is just the truncated version of nuke from jessica jones season one that right. guy sl- went he went cuckoo bananas even worse <laughs> um yeah but um, yeah i don't know like it, uh, yeah he's he's spiraling real quick <laughs> yeah it did two um, things though it gave closure yeah. for the family but okay. it is self-serving. Yeah. And it's also defending his own action. Like, he's he'd be like, I killed the guy. But did the guy kill Lamar? Nope, but I killed him. He's like, yeah. you just killed some random guy? Nope. Well, it, yeah. He's, he didn't he kill clearly, Lamar. He clearly thinks the family will, like, think of him as monstrous the same way everyone else will if they find out that wasn't the person who killed Lamar. They feel because yeah. they killed his their son that was justified. There's bloodlust, yeah. but I mean, like, yeah. I mean, we're not talking about the morality of it, but they felt that was a justified retaliation for the one who killed their son. And to find right. out that that wasn't, then they're just going to look at him this, the same way all those people were at the end of the last episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Abusers. Uh, Marauder. Serve, oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, no, what were you saying? I was going to say, abusers tend to say, why did you make me do that? I think... That's kind of what I felt coming from that scene when he killed that guy. And that's kind of been his attitude. It's like, it's out of my hands. I was prompted to do it. I had no choice as like, you know, self-serving. I, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, abuse normally, like, it's interesting. It normally takes place behind closed doors. Uh, people, like, rarely get to see that. And then when they finally see yeah. behind that curtain... Then they see that abuse and then it becomes real, but it's hard. Like nobody see, if they don't see it, then it's, it's hard to, 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 to see that. But he's, he feels, he seems like a person who any thoughts, any bad thoughts he's had, he's kept buried down mm-hmm. and now it's starting to crack and see the, the light of day. Yeah. Know? Yeah. He's he peaked definitely, in high school. Yeah. He definitely peaked in high school. Like, man, have, have your announcement at your college at least like come on man yeah that being said i i don't want to i have I mean, it at annapolis I it. it's funny <laughs> i i it's funny it's funny but i i do want to say that john walker did have a quote-unquote exemplary military career right I, enough uh, that he was chosen to be captain america That's- i don't i don't I don't want to like try and like diminish what you were saying about like the privilege of his situation but it felt like John Walker had earned the place he had gotten to, but that did not entitle him to become Captain America. I agree. Definitely agree. Definitely agree. Um, uh, Vagabondage says the Hoskins sister saw through that shit. Is that why she was giving him the stink eye? I think so. I think he was like, what did he say right before that? He said something and it was like she didn't buy it. She was just like. For me too, right? (laughs) What? What what was it? What? He was so. Oh, he meant to say he was proud of Battlestar because the mother was okay. talking about Battlestar, saying how proud it was for him to serve with uh, John. Uh, Superbeard brings up a really good point. Fuck, this is this episode. I did not. There's certain episodes where it's like, how much more can we talk about it? We're not even. We're still in the first two scenes. 
Uh, yeah. Super Beard says. Well, we're, as we're, a ju- we're jumping. We're jumping. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're but covering all of says, John Walker's and- story. <laughs> right. Yeah. Superbeard Superbeard says as a veteran it feels like that that Walker earned his place on the backs of Hoskins and his other soldiers. Yeah. 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 Well, uh I I yeah. Yeah. Hoskins has always shown me to be the more exemplary soldier. Yeah. He like he was more level-headed about it. And it, like I honestly I I kind of wanted to like, I'm kind of bummed he got uh, he got fridged because I kind of wanted to see his like reaction to it, like because he he felt yeah. like he had a better head on his shoulders, but like it felt like he, he kind of had the same sort of right self righteousness that Walker did. Um, yeah, maybe not as much so, but it felt like it was there. So I was I was curious to see like what would have happened if he had gotten the serum too. And what if they would have just been like, uh, kind of both on the same page, fueling each other to sort of radicalize the same way Carly had? But yeah, yeah. so I um, just saw two I douche th- bros psyching each other up. Who's USA? I am. We are America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they definitely had that relationship, and I think that Lamar's biggest problem, however smart he was. Because I thought he was insanely smart. I thought he was he was a good man. Um, his biggest problem is that he enabled the bad man or the man that shouldn't have been in that position to begin with. He enabled. He he was he was. It wasn't even that like he believed in John to be Captain America. It's that he thought John could do no wrong, and that comes out in that conversation. I think from last week is or, or yeah last week where he's like. Would you take it? Yeah, I would. And then, and he was like, "It just make good people better, and you're the best person I know," or like whatever he said, right? Yeah. So yeah. like, w- come on, man. Like, uh, I don't know. That's a bit too he much. He believes in the propaganda, like you know, all the ingredients, but none of the actual soul. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely suffering from side uh, being like a sidekick. Like he's got yeah. that like I am secondary to you sort of mentality towards he, Walker. Yeah, he drank the Kool Aid yeah. in that yeah. sense. You know, he hasn't had his Nightwing arc. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh no, he never will. Super, Superbeard says Hoskins was an enabler and a yes man. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Miss Marauder says he she she doesn't trust his judgment. He told Walker that he considerably or consistently makes the right choices moments after he made two terrible choices. Yeah. Sure. You know, but he also like Hoskins also kind of refused to acknowledge that he had changed. Like, I think his point of view was from their service days, which they were clearly beyond at that point. And I yeah. don't think he ever, cause also like, as far as I remember, they, were the sole survivors of it like a, a raid yeah. or like the attack like they're the only ones so like to um what uh, what is it feared um his his comment about uh like writing on the backs like he like oh, yeah. his like he wrote on the backs because like they were the only ones left like he basically right. utilized their sacrifice to propel himself forward in a self-serving right. way right 
Have you guys, sorry, uh, there's, there's a certain survivorship bias that happens. Um, have you guys heard about the planes that would, would fly um, over Germany and then come back and they had like bullet holes in the body and they had to figure out like where should they reinforce these planes? Have you, have you heard of the story? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, so I think it's like England sent planes in World War II over Germany and they would come back and the ones that came back were shot up in different areas. So they were like, let's reinforce those areas. And then the real smart people were like, no, 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 no. We didn't reinforce the other areas because the people who didn't come back yeah. got shot in the other areas. You get what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you made it back being shot in those areas, don't those, reinforce those yeah, areas. Yeah, those, those areas are the places you can get shot and make it back. Right, so right. Yeah, I have heard that. I have heard that. That's, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's like with with Lamar and and John being the final people of their squad. Does it mean that they're the best ones, or that they survive because the other people died? You know. Well, that and also like I feel like the government with those two patched up the bullet holes that dot reinforced, like to Walker's point of saying you made me. I think that's how they made him. Is they patched yeah. the bullet holes, not the places where like oh no, this is the stuff that if you get shot at, you are like, like, I mean, like emotionally and, and psychologically and everything yeah. else, like they did not cover the, they followed the opposite uh, lesson of that story. Right. It's begging for right. a flashback for clarity. Cause yeah. right now this is all just, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about, I want to talk about uh, before we go off of John Walker and, and move elsewhere. Cause there's still a lot. Uh, a lot when he's talking in front of that tribunal or whatever, and yeah. his voice cracks. His voice cracks, right? Did you guys notice that? I had to rewind it and be like, did his voice crack? His voice cracks. When he was like, I, I forget what he, what he said, but it didn't seem like he told them about the Falcon Winter Soldier fight after in the warehouse. No. It didn't seem like, because they were like, uh, get the, the shield. shield back. Or bring yeah. the shield back. I don't think he said that Falcon took the shield. I don't think he said that Winter Soldier and Falcon fought him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Definitely. He also has a hyper-extended elbow, so <laughs> you know. Yeah, when he got from, it, like his when his arm from, like from the fight, snapped. I guess. Yeah. 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 Brutal. Um, that was also, yeah. That did, was a did crazy he tell, fight. Did he tell the tribunal that Carly killed Lamar? Probably not, right? He probably no. said that that guy he killed killed Lamar. That day was horrible for John Walker. How many L's did he take that day? <laughs> yeah, he's been on he's been on a nonstop losing streak. Yeah, but, yeah, and, yeah. I think he said that was the one who killed Battlestar and said nothing of Bucky and um uh Winter Soldier or Bucky and uh Sam taking the shield and beating the crap out of him. Yeah. Uh, that was a cool scene, though. That fight, uh, yeah. it could have gone either way, and that motherfucker ripped Falcon's wings off. Yes. Sad. Interesting choice. <laughs> Why? Well, because you, if you're a soldier, you're supposed to be an efficient killer. That was definitely ripping, like, taking away his toys because yeah. he was using it in combat combined with capoeira. So... I just thought, I don't know, because like he was gonna do a coup de gras on uh, Falcon, 
with the shield yet again. Yeah. Jeez, so. Louise, the guy doesn't learn. He he's definitely like, oh my god, I've realized I can kill people with this shield. That's now my signature move. That's the only <laughs> way he's coping. Right? Yeah. That's the only way he can cope with these hurdles is by killing someone with that shield. That's it. Yeah. But like I I get it. He's it's he I think he misunderstood the wings because like he didn't understand like oh Sam still ha- still has a jetpack on. The wings just he like He used it, right? Yeah. He still used yeah. he still used That's the jetpack after the wings got taken off, but I think Walker was trying to disable him regardless because I think I think if he he felt thought if he went for the shield to turn to grab the shield he just wings up and you and do what he does with that oh i, I figured he could yeah. do like a blood choke or yeah it, take his eyes out you yeah know, while still flying he had top mount he passed his guard but i think like it's like you know when you fight dr octopus you try and take out his you try and rip off his arms <laughs> first <laughs> yeah um uh, Smitty on 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 <laughs> Twitch says uh, maybe that's a way for Sam to separate from the wings metaphorically. I would oh assume, yeah, uh, so that he can later become Captain America. Yeah, I mean, oh uh, yeah, no, obviously, like it's now it's that's clearly why they did it in the narrative. It's just now trying to figure out why John Walker used that as a move. Right, let to be better, um, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> um. There, there's a lot. There's a lot with this. Um, uh, okay, let's talk about Contessa. Let's talk about Contessa. I know, I know her. Okay, Julia Louis Dreyfus's character. I know uh, her character from the Nick Fury comics because she was the classic Nick Fury dame with the squiggly gray in her hair, and she would constantly have like a gun, and she would like go on missions with Nick Fury. You guys remember this? Does anyone know what Sex, I'm talking about? Sexy spy, yeah. Dum Dum Dugan underneath me. Uh, how you doing? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, why I got the bowler. Yeah, that's the key. So this is a what Dum if story, by Dugan the way. Is the spring semen? Is that what the story yeah. is? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. It's also what if, like, it's a what if story. What if Dum Dum Dugan became the Winter Soldier? Like that's, you know. <laughs> This oh, is the story. Line. I'd see. I'd watch that. Cigars. <laughs> uh, now, now, people Shotguns. out there, people out there are saying yes. Vagabonded Superbeard. You guys are right. She is Madam Hydra. That being said, she is one of a couple of different Madam Hydras that have been Madam Hydra in the chronology. I believe she's only been Madam Hydra fairly recently. There's been other Madam Hydras that have been more so. Um, that mantle but yes she has been one of the madam hydras wait are you talking uh, about in the mcu or or more most in, recently no in the, in the comics in the comics um contessa does become madam hydra yeah because yeah vipers know, madam hydra like i feel like viper's been modern day madam hydra like that's who i think of when i kind of think of madam hydra which again why as good as the wolverine is really wasted her <laughs> Oh, that that one. I mean, she sucked in that movie. Again, why quiet movies? That movie was awesome when it didn't deal with Viper or Silver Samurai or all that crap. When it's just Logan hanging out, getting into fights in uh, Japan, like it was awesome. Yeah. Um. 
Okay, maybe uh looks like Valentina uh, Allegra de Fontaine is is the second Madame Hydra. There is a third one. So there's been three total. Um interesting. Okay. Yeah. Viper being one uh of them. Okay. But so, she would but yeah. she would be she would be since obviously since Madame Hydra Viper was part of Fox, this would be the M- if Feige was just like, well, we got to have a Madame Hydra, this would be the number one choice looking at the comics. Even though all yes, we've said about Madame, said. about oh, Madame Viper, oh, I was just going to say, even that all we've said about like Viper kind of being the modern day Madame Hydra, she was obviously yeah. not sold. So this is like B Squad. Right. Gotta pull her in. Who, I'm trying to figure out who the recent Madame Hydra was, but uh, there was also a Madame Hydra in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and that was Ada, the the. the oh yeah, that's LMD. right. I forgot she became Madame Hydra. That was fun, but it's also like, I will yeah. say like if if Feige's gonna like cut the cord on the Netflix stuff being canon, yeah. then take Agents of Shield too. Right. Also, <laughs> Madame, don't Madame be beholden to anything Agents oh. of Shield did. Although they did Inhumans way better than the Inhuman show did. So. Right. Yeah. 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 Um. Um, but Superbeard says she's obviously recruiting Walker for her Hydra rebuild. Uh, but then Vagabondage says, is there any chance that the black and white card could be a symbol for the Hellfire Club? (laughs) Just because of black and white, maybe? But, I mean, I wouldn't say that the character has any links to the Hellfire Club, but I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong. I just think that there might be more likely scenarios for that. Um, what would the cards show? I, I didn't I didn't see it's just black and white. I looked it's away. literally just a business card and it has nothing on it. Okay. It's just white on one side and black on the other. Um I I, I don't think it's like a hellfire club. But like no. like we're just everyone there are just, other sex clubs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a Marvel, sex club. Marvel has a, a lit a whole list of sex clubs yeah. that you can frequent as a superhero. Um, no, like, let's just all accept the fact it's probably not going to be till like, 2025 that any sort of real concrete mutant stuff happens. We're getting I disagree, Four, but so, I agree. But, like, they're going to – it's going to be stuff like Madripoor and, like, stuff like that. But, like, any meaningful mutant content is, is still, like, four years yeah. off. Like, we just You don't to think say, they could do a Wolverine Disney Plus series in 2023? I don't don't give us Wolverine again. I'm st- I'm still I'm just saying. Logan still breaks my heart, so I'm still I'm still not ready to see him. <laughs> I would okay, I would rather enough. see someone as Iron Man before I want to see someone as Wolverine. Well, we will we'll get Ironheart, you know. Um, no full on uh, Tony Stark reboot, <laughs> like they're gonna do. Well, we're getting yeah, we're getting Armor Wars and we're getting Ironheart, so there is that stuff. Um, Aw, I was hoping it was Armoire Wars. Yeah. This is dumb. Who would that Uh, who would be in that? (laughs) Armoire Wars. Who who is who is who is known for having furniture? (laughs) Like who would Uh, Justin 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 Hamwar? Pawn stars would make a I I honestly think Armoire Wars would be that's where you introduce Doctor Doom. He's he's a king. He, of course, he needs to have decadence yeah, and okay. and and regal looks. So he would be fighting yeah. for some deals. 
Just be a three right, episode yeah. mini series. But that's <laughs> very <laughs> just it's just it's a furniture. More, show. Yeah. <clears throat> um all right, so so as we as we deal with Contessa, I thought Contessa's goal was then to to uh, um get like experiment on John Walker and get more super soldier serum, you know? Um that's what I thought. Cause that wouldn't that be what people want to do? Capture a super soldier. Because that's what people it's, used to do to Logan all the time, right? It's what to people get the adamantium been, yeah. from his bones. You know? It's, it's what people have been wanting to do since Steve Rogers. Like that's why right. the Hulk is the Hulk. That's uh those five win- uh, fake winter soldiers, like Bucky Barnes technically yeah. is a super soldier, Isaiah Bradley now. Right. All the revelations of what happened to him and the experiments to try and replicate it there. Like that's what everyone has been doing so that's definitely in the cards but like i i don't know if like how much people know that like nagel's dead and like the words out that like there is no more chance of making another viable right soldier. so right i don't think they're going um, back into panic mode if we need to capture him and and steal his blood and do I, maybe they're I, they're just like uh maybe there are better options in super soldiers nowadays because the last time they experimented on someone was was isaiah bradley and then madripoor got it and so then they they weren't using it on anyone well, as far as we know right and i mean if these people have no morals we're also post strucker using the the mind stone to uh, power up uh the maximovs like um all the advancement tony stark has had whatever uh research they have on spider-man and everyone else. like there's yeah we, we're past a lot of stuff at this point that like it might be possible to pretty easily like re- replicate a super soldier serum if not the yeah um couple of things that i that i want to uh uh i make sure that we get to uh Superbeard says, could Contessa be the power broker? I think that there's definitely a chance that she could be the power broker. Um, I don't think Sharon is the power broker, but something messed up is happening with Sharon because she yeah. just bought George uh, George Batrock. This rock. You think she's a flag smasher? What's up? You think uh, Sharon is supporting the flag smashers? She is. Okay, wasn't there something that I said? I was like, how do the Flag Smashers know that Nagel was dead? Remember? That was the la- in the last oh, episode or two episodes ago. Well, how do the Flag Smashers know that Flag Smashers know that Nagel was dead before, like, that wasn't, like, general news. Sharon must have told her. Well, and, like, the weird, I have my assistant waiting in a car at the place we that just got attacked in. Like, there, yeah. like I've seen people say, like, oh, what if she staged it? What if that was all set up and just, like, now that she's the one who hired Bedrock uh, Zilipe, uh, I definitely <laughs> she's like there's something up with her that I'm very curious to see pay off. But yeah, I don't think she's the power broker because the power broker like has like threatened reprisal against the flag smashers. Yeah. I don't see her ending being here? power broker. Yeah, but yeah. definitely Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Because also it's just like, oh, we've been building up a character. Like, this is how you introduce a, an off-screen bad guy with only one episode left, is you cast big. It's like, no, oh, yeah, right. no, 
if that's been the power broker the whole time, I'm on board. Julie, do you, I'm on board. Yeah. Being a bad bitch, hell yeah. Like <laughs> that. Yeah, that was like that was that was. Oh, that was combining. Uh, that was combining Catherine Hahn and the surprise of Evan Peters from WandaVision into one. Was seeing Julie okay. as uh, as yeah. the Contessa. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we just lost volume here. I'm not sure if yeah. people are. Matt Morey right said volume is down. So. Yeah, volume got down, but then everybody volume got down. But no, but then the, our other platforms are good, so we're we're fine. We're fine. Okay, but you. All right, volume's back. Okay, well, I was gonna. Oh, now the volume's back. I don't know if I want to bring this up because I was gonna say like it. Obviously, volume's number one. But like, if volume goes down, who's number two? Who do we send? Who do we send people to? Uh, uh, Twitch. Twitch okay, is so, number two. But well, Twitch, yeah. now that volume's down, we can actually promote. Our <laughs> no, 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 but volume is not down. Volume's back up. Also, oh, it's okay. Smitty. It's Smitty YX says, "Who is Julia Louis?" Uh, and Drive that this? is con- yeah. So that's what <laughs> he Julie, said. Julia Louis James. Uh, that's Biden. Elaine from Seinfeld. It's old Christine from New Adventures of Old Christine. It's, it's Richard Dreyfuss. It's, it's, it's uh, Vice President, uh, what's her name? What's in Selena Myers. Selena Myers. Chelsea Gabbard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so uh, she played Contessa in this. So uh, as we're as we're talking, um, 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 Sharon is still like, uh, somebody asked, who, who was it? Uh, uh, how does she know and work with Batrock? I think she, she just has them. like weird underground links because of I mean, Madripoor, right? Yeah, Madripoor. she's def- she's definitely. It's like I don't think like the question is whether or not she can come back and be on the side of good because clearly, like to survive in Madri- Madripoor, she's like, well, I am going full cover. I was reading an interview, and that's what uh, Emily Van Camp was saying is basically she's like, I am uh, a. Uh, mm. Shield agent, so like I had like and like that's good cover of jilted ex CIA ex Shield, like that's like that's how people from like Hydra have been making connections for decades. So mm-hmm. that's like she has a good cover, and it's just whether or not it's a cover or the life she's taken on in a post Civil War post blip world, because we don't like. Uh-huh. It seems we haven't gotten confirmation of her, but it seems like she did not get blipped. She did not. Yeah, I don't believe oh, she no. got blipped. Baron did not. She get mentioned snapped. she's been on the run this whole time, but yeah. it, I don't think it's been like I've been on the run for a year and eight months. Like I don't think that, that's been, what she's talking about. Yeah, it would have been two years. I think it was between Civil War and uh, whatever Wanda and. Uh, Vision talk it's about not, it and they've seen it in uh it's Infinity not two War. years between infinite uh, with between Civil War and Infinity War, you think? It's something like that, yeah. Because Vision and Wanda, when they have their their uh little peaceful time in their room, he's like, We've been like on the run for like two years. And so that would like so Sharon's been on the run for seven years. She's been in this life for seven yeah. years and some change. If she lived yeah. through the snap. And yeah. so when yeah. the no, since no, Civil War. Since Civil War. When she oh, gave sorry, when War, she gave yeah. them their when she yeah. supplied Cap and Falcon, yeah. she yeah. became an enemy of the state and vanished. 
because she yeah. also wasn't on the raft when Cat broke in, or he broke yeah. her out and just didn't let her become part of his team or something. <laughs> by the way, uh, by the way, keep in mind the original timeline was supposed to be Black Widow comes out first, then Winter Soldier, then WandaVision. And I always was like, well, they they keep pushing Black Widow back. I, I would, and then I thought that the Disney shows would get pushed back, but then they redid everything. And interestingly enough, Vagabondage brought up something that I just looked up and corroborated. It's Dominic on YouTube says, hi, hi, it's Dominic. Anyway, uh, Vagabondage says, Vanity Fair just dropped an article saying that she was supposed to make her debut as Contessa in Black Widow. And that Ah. makes so much sense. That makes so much sense why Black, they wanted Black Widow to happen first, then Falcon the Winter Soldier. So you could have something carry through. Boom. There's going to be big shit in Black Widow. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, yeah, it's yeah. not a throwaway movie, you know? No. Paul, Paul, you doubted me, man. You were like, Dimitri, you're stupid. And I'm like, no, Paul. You know how we I'm hang not. out in person, and I'm always, <laughs> like, throwing shade on Marvel and praising DC? <laughs> you know me. Yeah, ah, yeah. Silly, Paul. Oh, silly you Paul. DC fanboy, <laughs> get out of here. How, I'm always correcting you with my really 100% razor, laser focus uh, continuity. You know, yes. never messing yes. up anyone's names. <laughs> no. Hoskins um, Lamar. That's how you find them in the phone book. So Yeah, Hoskins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, so many people, Superbeard says, so many people have already given up on Black Widow, but it has been promised to have major implications for four, Phase 4 and beyond. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. It's hindered by the fact that the lead is dead. And yeah. we know she's dead. And... We don't know how where this fits either. Like that's that's I think if Marvel like let slip where this took place, like it at what time this took place definitively, people would get more excited about it again. Uh, yeah, I mean I'm I'm still excited for it. And I am too, but know. I'm talking in general. Like yeah, I definitely think people are like yes, yeah, Black Widow. Like obviously it must not matter if they can keep pushing it. Like that's, I feel is like the general thought process behind a lot of stuff. And I think it's just like, it's, it's, it's cool. Like I understand it. Like she's Scarlett Johansson is going to reconnect with her family from Russia and we're going to get some explanation, but yeah, like because she's dead and because Marvel has been kind of vague on. We do know where it takes place between civil war and infinity war, but there are flashbacks two years. But with that, but we don't know. We don't know, like, there's flashback stuff that we don't know about. But, like, so now we're, like, we're going to get the gap of when she uh, went blonde. Is that, do you think, but that's how it's going to end? That that's, that's, oh, that's, yeah. They're going blonde because she has to be. Credits she has, the after credits tease is her cutting her hair to be blonde. Yeah. yeah. They're, like, clanging. Like, she's just forging the. Yeah, she's forging. Uh, yeah. The the wig? No, it's it's she has like the straightener in and she's like clang, clang, <laughs> clang. And it sounds like Iron Man hitting it. Yeah. Because yeah. we're going through Ant Man's point of view. The original yeah. Ant Man. Um, let's talk Hank let's Pim's talk about is there watching. Yep, Kurt Bucky, Douglas. Bucky Zemo and the Dora <laughs> Milaje. Bucky Zemo, Dora Milaje. Yeah. I thought Bucky that's was it? gonna execute him. I thought he was no. gonna execute him. No. I know I shouldn't have thought that, but I was like, what if what if they steered Bucky back into like, well, he's a killer, he'll always be a killer. They could have done that. 
you know? The recap really set that up because they showed Zemo talking about the monument. You've obviously yeah. visited it. Right. And then boom, there he is. I yeah, I was I was wondering if there was gonna be he had one final trick up his sleeve and there was like, oh, but there's this one secret little phrase I say, <laughs> and you're still winter soldier. Oh, yeah, I'm saying, yeah. oh, dance, 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 dance. Um, but... By the way, I have, I have, I have the, I have the clip. I'm just gonna play it real quick. I'm, I'm too... okay. So do you think he's like that's it? Rap right. on Zemo, like as we load the clip. Like that's the question. No, I already played. I already played the clip. It was okay. Quick. What'd you say? Have is you the seen... rap on Zemo? Is we think that's a rap on Zemo? We think. Maybe, I, maybe an end credits, I, maybe, but that's it. He's I off do the think board they're for the prepping for Thunderbolts. I think that's where yeah. I'm going to put my hat. I'm, I'm going to put my my chips down on, I think they're prepping for Thunderbolts, you know? Well, that's, I think they're prepping like, John Walker and Zemo plus whoever else, you know? Interest, oh, that would be interesting if Julia Louis-Dreyfus breaks Zemo out. I mean, maybe she's putting together a team. I mean, yeah. she's always okay. She's always, to me, in my head, been very similar to Nick Fury, right? Because of their, their, their in the comics, they used to fight together. She's creating her own Avengers. Okay, now what I want is like a 1970s movie with Nick Fury and Julie Louis Dreyfus, D8 with the DH technology <laughs> that they used to Captain okay. Marvel. And, yeah. like, let's see their cat and mouse game. Let's see that movie. Julia Louis-Dreyfus versus Samuel L. Jackson. I would love that. I would love like, that. Like, green light. Like, make that movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I do think that Atlas? maybe, she's, maybe yeah. she's putting together her team, you know? Maybe well, she's I mean, putting together what, her team. Well, what I was going to say is since they've kind of brushed aside the Sokovia Accords and the conceit of the Civil War comics... Like the the post Civil War Thunderbolts is now kind of not on the table. It seems like where it was mean? like, well, where it was basically Marvel's. Like I mean, suicide I guess squad? yeah, it was there a Suicide Squad? Like it's either going to be that with the Thunderbolts cast, like that idea, but with like what the Thunderbolt, like the original like Mark Bagley relaunched Thunderbolt where he Citizen V. Yeah. Um, thing, but like I like the psychology of the Zemo, I think doesn't line up with something like that. I don't think I he, agree. I don't think he would parade around as Citizen V. Superbeard said the only downside is to to that thought is that Zemo hates super soldiers. So yeah. why would he work for Walker and the Metahumans in Thunderbolts? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Kaizi on YouTube. What's up, Kaizy? I like to shout out everybody who's watching, so thank you. Kaizy says they're think uh Kaizy definitely thinks they're developing Thunderbolts as soon as she walked up. Contact me basically means we have work to do, right? Like it's leading towards something. The question is, does it tie in with this show or something else? I mean, maybe that's what black and white thunder lightning, maybe that's what um it could be some an allusion to. Um Cause yeah, there's yeah. there's no shadowy organization tied, like that's the thing is like there's the Thunderbolts have never really had like a shadowy organization, like a task force s sort of scenario where yeah. it's just like yeah, um so yeah so I don't know like they they don't have like an aim or they're not hot uh no hives DC 
Um, I mean, Serpent I guess Society. Hydra, Serpent Society, like, yeah, the, the Thunderbolts have never really had, like, a sort of secret bad guy organization fronting them. So, yeah. But also, yeah. again, like, Julia Louis-Dreyfus as an Amanda Waller type? I'm down for that. Yeah. Sure. Again, again, why wouldn't someone who's worked with Fury, Fury started the Avengers, why wouldn't she start her own Avengers? You know what I mean? Oh my God. Like, I would kill just to hear a speech from Julia Louis-Dreyfus just like, like talking shit about shield and like the old ways and like i used to be like like oh my god yeah. i can't wait for her to hit that out of the park <laughs> i mean she's yeah. amazing she's amazing so yeah. i definitely have faith that she'll do that uh kaizy also hopped on to twitch kaizy says maybe wakanda might turn zemo more anti-hero leading him into the thunderbolts uh, maybe but that'd be another shift to zemo's character yeah maybe, I maybe if zemo thought he was running the team Something. To use Walker for his own benefits, you know. Yeah, because he was willing to use Bucky as a means to an end. He was willing to work with him. Um, but again, like, yeah, I. But I. Oh, would, and he said it, he has no ill will towards Bucky, huh? In the, yeah, in that part, he yeah. was like, "Yeah, I, I was going to kill you, but I'm not. I've decided not to kill you." He, well, he said, "Yeah." yeah. He's resolved some issues, some some of the trauma he's had, I feel, has been resolved internally with him. Like, he, he still has his mission, but now it's just like superheroes need to be destroyed, um, which I guess was the same mission he had in Civil War, but, like, it feels a little bit more focused with, like, preventing the rise of more as opposed to stopping what's already around. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, are you guys ready for the honest trailers I'm about to throw on you? What's it's a movie what? that's built. It was a show that was billed as a buddy cop comedy, <laughs> but it's just a bunch of dudes talking about their feelings, fixing <laughs> boats, eating cornbread. It's fucking I, and the Winter Soldier. I like, drama, I like those drama. parts. <laughs> no, no, but that's what I'm saying is that it was just like blink. You know, he doesn't do that. Like, you know, yeah. giving each other shit and then reality is is no it's hitting hard you know racial topics considering yeah. this episode was yeah. uh titled truth and i'm right. glad we revisited you know Mr. which Bradley. right what i've had in my hands and it slipped out but i have my hardcover copy of truth Did i read it, it in a beautiful beautiful wow. no i uh the jacket got messed up but i kind of like it oh. like it's this just black hardcover without yeah. the dust jacket like i love the i think i have the cover no, but yeah, it's uh, uh, Robert Morales, Kyle Baker. Kyle Baker, like mostly kind of known for more humorous stuff. Like, yeah, just. But this is the this is the original story that Marvel did, um, two thousand two, um, two thousand three, something like that. And this is like the comic book about where Isaiah Bradley comes from, um, and the story. So if people are like looking for that, two thousand and three was when this was written. I remember it was like when I was first starting, it was like really controversial because it was, yeah. it, it was, that's the same backlash that they're talking about in this episode is like, people were like, what a black Captain America. There was a Captain America before this. Oh my God. Like, right. Usual losing their shit about stuff. And, but it was about like, no, like we need to kind of address like the real Marvel's always been about the real world. It's not right. about Metropolis. It's about the real world, and 
we did terrible shit to black uh, servicemen during World yeah. War II. And you just like, you don't think there would be overlap with what was happening to them and what was happening with the development of the super soldier serum. Like, of course, that's like that. Yeah. It's it's a story that was like just waiting to happen. Like it it required no retcon. It was a story that just like, no, it's always been there under the surface. Right. It's Smitty yeah. says, I wonder who was a part of Bradley's team before they all died. I assume it's very much like the comet. Smitty, check out the truth comic. Truth is uh, truth, red, white, and black, right? Um, yeah. Basically, I would they're all yeah. servicemen they get the get they get the serum and some of them like like one of them explodes because he can't yeah. handle the changes in his body um yeah and some of them give way to the anger that the serum brings out and so yeah. uh i don't need a necessarily a story the only story i want to see is isaiah bradley kicking winter soldier's ass like somebody <laughs> online said like cap had to go up against winter soldier three times to beat him like yeah. Black Widow couldn't beat Winter Soldier, but Isaiah Bradley ripped off his goddamn arm. Like, mm -hmm. like, oh damn. But no, really, like honestly, I'm still flipping through truth. Like it is it is the depiction, like what Isaiah discusses and he talks about, like, it is that story. Like yeah. there are guys with him who is his battalion, and they all just sort of all lost their way one by one through various means. And even the story of Isaiah's uh teammates getting captured and him going in like this the basically this is the depiction of this short story we get from isaiah um and it's it's yeah it's heartbreaking it's horrendous yeah, yeah. um but Carl, it, it lovely. makes me cry that ending just makes me cry like yeah if i saw that in real life like in in a live action thing mm -hmm. i'd be bawling like this i mean those scenes already like that first isaiah bradley scene like yeah w w was gut-wrenching yeah uh, um the change, the though, where he... Oh, sorry. What? No, no, no. What, oh, what the that? change where he has his mental faculties about him in his older age. And I age. like that. I no, like that's that. way better. Because he kind of... He looks just like he did back in the 40s in the... Oh, read the truth. I'm spoiling a lot. Yeah. yeah. His wife yeah, no, is still it, living. And, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, yeah he... There's a different there's a different present day context because we, in the the comic we do also get to meet present day Isaiah, but this yeah the 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 one we get is has a different present day context. Yeah. Um. And like, Steve Rogers is still around and he's the one sort of piloting the story and moving the narrative forward and investigating yeah. like wait what the hell happened before me, and I like yeah. I, that that was um I like that that was kind of Sam's the final thing he said that kind of got. Uh, Isaiah to finally open up and 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 not have the walls up about the story was just like Steve wasn't the one who put you in prison, like it was because like I was thinking about it because like Sam he really didn't understand because Sam has only ever seen the that that shield used righteously he literally saw that shield shattered into pieces defending Earth from an alien madman who had already wiped out half of them. He, he had already killed half of all life. And Sam saw the shield. Sam, like, barely missed him strap up. He was there when, when, he, when he raised the shield to call Avengers Assemble, and they stood united. And so he really, like, I, I hadn't thought about it until he saw, like, he really kind of didn't have the context that Isaiah was saying. 
he really had never seen it's just like the stars and stripes like it's like no this is the shield this is the defense yeah. against terrible terrible things bigger than our uh, petty hateful uh racial divisions like i have seen gods be de- uh like pushed back with this shield yeah well and he yeah. knows steve like personally yeah so, yeah and he knew he knew you know. steve he he was friends with the man was on the run with him for two years and like really right. got to know the man behind the shield and knew he wasn't a symbol but you forget the 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 propaganda even though the movie jumps away from steve rogers in the 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 uso shows you forget that the the propaganda machine that we saw him help launch continued chugging without him that's the the end scene of uh well kind of the end scene but the last 1940 scene of uh first avengers is kids Mm -hmm. grabbing the comic book and one of them has the shield painted on a trash can like the legend like lived in Steve's absence and was used to do terrible, terrible things that Steve wasn't around to stop, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh that post-credit scene just so we make make sure we, we get the time for it. Sword. There's a person named Sword in the comments on YouTube. Uh Sword says John Walker built the shield in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> it does kind of oh. it's just scrapped together, kind of crappy looking shield. If you guys saw that post-credit scene. Uh, Superbeard says Walker in that post-credit scene is getting himself ready to be a hero still, you know, and he'd gladly join a Thunderbolt group is what Superbeard said. Yeah. Wait, does Walker has historically, he has a circular shield as well, right? He does. He doesn't yeah. use it's, it's this one. Yeah. And you can kind of see yeah. it, but yeah, he, he, but he doesn't, it's someone else who use, uh, I, I forget all the other people who have been Captain America and passed to different yeah. identity. Nomad. But he, Nomad, yeah, he was the like no one's ever used like the the golden age shield, right? As like theirs. Vance Astro. Vance Astro. Oh wait, the golden age shield, which is well, yeah, no, that's still Vance Astro still had the circular one. Yeah, the golden age shield. I think Nomad might have used that shield. There's uh, there's a couple Captain America stand-ins there's nomad there's spirit of 1776 i think that was a, a cab america person. oh he was and then and then there's patriot and then yeah. there's u.s agent patriot and patriot used cap wolf and then what the cap wolf cap wolf. the circular shield oh cap wolf okay yeah <laughs> yeah sure yeah um so but but the uh, u.s agent especially now has a shield that has the were the letters u.s um in the sucks. middle instead of a star you know <laughs> um but but it's not a vibranium shield so what he's gonna just make a steel shield but like yeah, it's just gonna I, get wrecked dude yeah, yeah. I, he just like again he's going full nuke he's going full nuke losing his mind he's lucky yeah. trish walker's not around right um he's like that's the one saving grace he, has, he seems to have a great wife but she yeah. barely does anything. We barely yeah, see her. Yeah, she she seems nice. <laughs> That's basically what her, her character yeah. is. Uh, I, I can't wait till Detroit Steel shows up. It's like did somebody call for backup? <laughs> and it's just the jankiest bunch of taped up guns. Um, <laughs> in the in the Lego in the Lego Detroit Steel, uh, Justin Hammer is Detroit Steel. 
in what? the Lego version. I don't know in any other canon whether he is, because I know in the comics he's not, but still. Anyway, that's a separate thing. Um, <clears throat> that's the same oh, thing for Amber Miss Marauder is so funny. Miss Marauder, Marauder says, but we haven't seen him give her head, so he's no nuke. And that's right. Isn't there a scene where Nuke goes under the covers between her between oh, yeah. Trish's legs? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's the funny. first season is by far the most the like Yeah. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. But it's also like that most people are having sex in that season. Which is kind of weird because it's the one that deals most like greatly with like uh sexual assault and like yeah. agency. Yeah. Miss Marauder says yes, and he's clearly doing a good job. Um <laughs> You know, well, I mean, good for Nuke. I mean, uh, Nuke's no Nick Cage banging those headboards. <laughs> or not Nick Cage, yeah, Luke Cage. Nuke, Nick, oh, Luke Cage. Oh, yeah, Nick yeah. Nick Cage yeah. can get it. But no, Luke Cage. <laughs> Luke Cage. Oh, he, yeah. His name is Nick Cage because of Luke Cage, in my defense. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, and you know, Johnny Cage, Johnny Cage is Johnny Cage because of Nick Cage. Yeah. 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 So it's it's Luke Cage to Nick Cage to Johnny Cage. That's the pop culture pipeline of cages. Um, uh, something interesting that I love the type of hero that can fight and... Okay, it used to be there was heroes that could fight, and that was pop culture, right? A hero fights. He kicks, he punches, he guns, he whatever. Then it became heroes that could do that and think, right? And now we've progressed to heroes that can feel and... Sam Wilson, Steve Rogers are heroes that can feel, right? Um, and I think that like that's a definite strength of heart, right? And I feel like heroes never used to be that. It's still punch the villain until the villain's knocked out, and that's how you defeat him. But Sam could talk his way out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I I also like feel like there's a reason, like I think Sam is like the same kind of person that Steve Rogers is. Yeah, I agree. I, and I think, and I think this episode really did a really good job of highlighting that in Sam in, is that he like with the tough love, like I love like his tough love with Bucky was just reminding you, like he's been counseling veterans for years. Like he yeah. knows how to talk to these people. And like, he has his own experiences of, of adjusting back into society on top of having the experience of all this superhero nonsense. Yeah. Um, that it was nice to be reminded that, yeah, Sam is someone who can inspire in the same way that Steve Rogers does. Yeah. Just differently. Like, um, like obviously as a black man, he is, he, he carries, he will carry that shield much, much differently and will be held to a much different standard than Steve Rogers ever was. And Bucky even addresses that, that like, He's just like, oh my god! Like we did not realize either of us what was actually going to be put on your shoulders by asking you to take this shield. Yeah, I think it'd be super funny if the series ends with 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 Sam as Cap, and then also Patriot shows up, and they're like, everybody's like, we didn't even want one black Captain America. Now we got like one and a kid. Well, <laughs> they're multiplying. We didn't sign up for this, you know. And then uh, Joaquin Torres is like. They turned me into a giant bird. Squawk, 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 squawk. Also, like, because in the comics, that's what he is. It, uh, yeah, um, he be, he's he's Fal he's the new Falcon. But yeah, like, also but like, actual well, uh, yeah. but uh, obviously, like, what are we talking about? The what's in the suitcase? 
Okay, we're going to talk about what's in the suitcase. Before we get to our final topic of what's in the suitcase, I would I wanted to bring up Amend versus Avenge, which I thought that whole dialogue was really good. We don't need to get into that. I just wanted to throw that out there. That dialogue was awesome. Amend versus Avenge, where Sam was talking to Bucky that you've been just trying to avenge. You haven't been trying to amend. And that's a that's a piece of, 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 of logic and heart that is something specific to Sam. Miss Marauder says that Sam, if pe- she doesn't see people thirsting over that workout sequence, Miss Marauder will be furious. Um, <laughs> Get, wait, wait for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, we will see. It's, it's, gonna st- it's gonna start by tomorrow evening. We're gonna start seeing like Zima blew up. You do not think that Sam Wilson, Anthony Mackie's beautiful body, throwing that shield, <laughs> doing push-ups, glistening in that Louisiana <laughs> heat. You don't think we're going to... People lost... Zemo danced for five seconds. Like Marvel- It's a lower bar for Zemo. Again, that's what the oh, show has been showing us. All Daniel Zemo Bill. has to do is throw a couple of these, but... but Anthony Mackie has to like do so much more, and that's yeah. the the that's the thesis of this show. Yeah, there were five cuts. To be fair, so it was kind of like a little like awkwardness. Then this, yeah, then, yeah, no, yeah, um, no the, the Marvel the Marvel cut. Yeah, it's about twenty five seconds of footage. Yeah, but only to make an hour. Canonically, the the cowards at Marvel only released seven in the uh, the yeah. released episode. Yeah. Uh, quick thing before we get to that final topic. Fame Trash is out there. I see ya. Fame Trash says, I love Julia Dreyfus as well. That was surprising. Yes, we went over that earlier. Also, when they said New York City, all I could think was the Spider-Man territory. Spider-Man's has to be swinging around there, right? So, whatever. Anyway. Secret identity exposed. <laughs> wherever you guys are watching this, please like, comment, subscribe, do what you need to do, follow, whatever, depending on the platform. We're streaming to four different platforms. Please give us a follow on wherever you are at. We also have an Instagram, at The Keeg Show, and that's the easiest place to keep up with all the shows that The Keeg has to offer. We do max of four shows a week, but we're also doing a lot of like spontaneous little things. So stay tuned on our Instagram and that'll be the easiest place to, to stay uh, on top of things or, you know, follow us wherever you guys are following us. That being said, what we're going to end this episode on is what we think is in that vibranium suitcase. Uh, does anyone have any wild speculations? Cause I mean, I have my fairly simple. Well, I said my earlier one is uh, that it's Marcellus Wallace's soul. <laughs> the old, the old, uh, pulp, the old pulp fiction, the old right? pulp fiction one. Um, Commit to the bit. <laughs> yeah, but okay, wild, out of left field. It's a Captain America ver- like color of the Black Panther suit. Yeah, it's like why give you wings when we can give you a full suit of vibranium? Right, but it uh, it has to include the wings, right? It has to include the wings. I mean, I mean, it's ob- it obviously is just wings. It obviously is just red, white, and blue. Oh, you don't you don't think it's the full suit? You think it's just wings? I think it might have some additional things, but it's also like, but I think he also has shown that he just uses the wings and not really anything else in his arsenal, and it'll just be made of vibranium. And good luck ripping that in half, <laughs> ripping that off, John Walker. I am Captain is- America. <laughs> 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 My radio, <laughs> that is an Oprah Winfrey last episode. Keys under your seat. You all got a car level of generosity. I yeah, feel like. everybody gets a super soldier serum and a vibranium suit. 
super super beard says it's a literal vibranium Captain America suit, but I don't think he needs a vibranium suit itself unless it's like the a, a Black Panther style one. That would be Where it's that like would woven be in. That would be left field if it was a like it looked Black Panther esque, but then also have the Captain America colors on it with a shield with the Falcon wings. That'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Well, I I think head I think at most headpiece or goggles. Like basically, it's just it's just Wakanda version of his current tech. Right. Maybe a little bit of upgrades. Maybe like some boots or something. So he Boot, like he didn't have any boots. He's been uh, he barefoot this whole time. He just does, he just doesn't seem to have any special pairs of like boots along with his gear. Like that seems like yeah. all right. Make some special shoes for your, yeah. your like. Don't you want to have like some support? You're always landing on your feet with your your Falcon landings. Like I would yeah. get some supportive shoes. Vagabondage <laughs> says so he doesn't have to worry as much about not being a super soldier. That would be interesting if it was a vibranium suit to compensate for the fact he doesn't have powers. But like, also like, if you're giving out vibranium suits, why not give out if you still have some some of that purple uh, flower? Purple that, drink? No, that the purple. That is kind the, of the purple the shaped flower. flower. The, the heart shaped flower. Herb, yeah. Yeah, just give him some of that. It's all burnt. It's gone. That, that location yeah. was. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, like weed. They yeah, got hydroponics. Just, like yeah. make it. Yeah, make him a super soldier the Wakandan way. Like. If you're just giving out tech, like you, you don't have any of those laying around too, you can't. Like obviously, that doesn't mess you up the same way the super soldier serum does. Yeah, true. Uh, quarter quarter twenty two. I see you out there. Uh, I didn't get to call you out uh, again. Thank you guys so much for 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 watching that. I mean, this is there's been a there's a good amount of people on this on today's thing across the different platforms. Um, Monty Smith says they shouldn't have killed Battlestar, and and I agree. I I I. I don't think they should have. Fame Trash says he needs some sneakers. Someone get this man some sneakers. <laughs> like, oh, Sorry. poor T'Challa. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, uh, there's there's a lot. I mean, I I think in in the in I think it's going to be a, a, a red, white, and blue suit with wings. That's what I think is in the. Or at least white and blue. Yeah. What do you? What, what do you think? What do you think? It's Bucky's old arm giving the finger. <laughs> the ultimate troll. Oh, it's nothing. He that that was the favor he asked for was just the suitcase. <laughs> I that suitcase there's one badass. more favor you could do for me. I need my old arm in a suitcase that looks soup like it holds the most crazy tech in it. But it's like yeah. a regular suitcase. Like that's how advanced yeah. Wakanda is. It's just literally that's their regular suit luggage. Yeah. It it's a hologram of Shuri. She just pops out, and she's like, oh, I can help you with everything. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not gonna, because White Wolf <laughs> um, said not to. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> oh, but White Wolf, White Wolf is persona non grata right now in Wakanda. I mean, he's not yeah. excommunicated. They're just like, hey, maybe don't come around anytime soon. Right. Also, Zemo's going to the raft, but he wasn't in the raft to begin with. No, he's in some random Supermax Berlin right. jail or whatever. But why is he going that to the raft break now? Out. He didn't do anything crazy recently that, also, that warranted the raft. And the raft has shown that it is not uh, impenetrable uh, to super soldiers. Like, yeah. yeah, a super soldier can very easily break into the raft and, re and rescue anyone from there. Yeah. yeah. If they so choose. Um. 
as we as we finish up this episode, I just thought it was nice to see Sam's uh, nephews playing with the shield. Yeah. Um, because it also mirrors the fact that like these kids, these innocent young kids, are playing Captain America. Like they don't see the the systems that are in place to stop them from being Captain America. Yeah. Oh, and it, Buck it, slept. Yeah. Yeah. He did. I I noticed that that he that he 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 kind of wanted to hold on to his viewpoint, and that's why he didn't admit that he slept fine on the couch. Wait, what uh, happened? Oh, and, and just when he's when he because uh, Sam asks if he's still having the the nightmares when like the kind of the start of their conversation at the end towards the end of the episode, um, he's saying like, "Do you still have the nightmares?" He's like, "Yeah, all the time." Like da 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 da. It's just like we just saw you just sleeping away very comfortably. And it's 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 Bucky refusing to acknowledge that he's already starting to do what Sam told him to do of doing the work. Yeah, that he is doing the work and he's seeing some results from it. He got a good night's sleep. Yeah, but I but think to the, Sam needs family. Yeah, right. Well, Bucky needs family. Sam needs family. Or Sam, I mean, Bucky needs family. Yeah, yeah you're right. Sam has Bucky family. Needs family. But Sam I was gonna say family. like that. Like it's definitely just it does show like a, a the the different impact of racism generationally because like sans nephews like have grown up with falcon flying alongside uh their uncle flying alongside captain america the, the uh um the, the the emergence of wakanda and the resurgence of that and also like depending on how much it is the real world obama like they're grow they are growing up in a different time where it doesn't negate any uh, anything that Isaiah went through, but now, the, and there will be people who will say no, like what Cap, Black Captain America? No, it was still not people, my Cap. Not that my was in Cap. The comics. That was in the comics. Yeah, with yeah. with this guy. Well, last I yeah, checked, sure White Cap became Hydra and was brainwashed by a cube. So I haven't heard Falcon anything like that. <sighs> Although I think he got inverted. Uh, in Axis, but Who did? That's Sam. Sam I, think, I don't think. Didn't, I he might have. Someone in the chat. I'm gonna chats. read Axis again. No, but someone, someone, someone in the chat. But, but yeah, it it is like Sam's in terms of like Sam sort of bridging the gap between his nephews uh, and uh, Isaiah in terms of experience. Like Sam didn't wasn't exposed to nearly uh, the horrendous life that uh, Isaiah did, but he also didn't have as easy I don't want to say easy, but like as harsh of his life potentially as his his nephews will with like, yeah. like slow incremental progress that we're all slowly making a society to accept people right. for who the fuck they are instead of basing them on their uh, skin color. Yeah, but or whatever um, bias. Are we at whatever trivial. bias? Yeah. yeah, Thanos wiped out half of humanity, and we're still on this shit. Come on, <laughs> like yeah, well that, that's you the get thing. Your shit together, like they, they brought it up. They brought it up with the bank loans thing. That like and like society might have been a little bit more understanding when there was half half of the people left. But once people came back, it was back to square one. And yeah. guess who got the shaft? It's not that like all people who came back got got shit listed. It's just that the hierarchy of the people, the priority of the people who came back, people were given a priority. And, you know, okay. to, trivial, to trivialize it, it's like you have all your best friends in your, your uh, like fourth grade class. 
And then you go to fifth grade and you have none of your friends and you have to make, and that's like the snap. Everyone is like the fifth grade. You don't know okay. anyone. You get along with them, but then you have the, the bullshit that comes back when all your friends are back with you in sixth grade, when the people got snapped back. And you have to pick and choose how many friends you, oh, you yeah. Have. It's just like, we were all like the, the 3 billion people who unsnapped, like only had each other. And maybe it was like racial tensions weren't as hard because it's like, we all fucking lost and we all like lost so much. But now, yeah, with the return of everyone, it just sets society. Well, we're back up, back up and running. We're going to go back and to our who, same who bullshit. Are we gonna, who are we going to be, who are we going to forget about? Because we can't yeah. take everybody. We can't help everybody. Who are yeah. the people who we, we aren't going to help? Yeah. And so why don't we you know. go back to the old systems? Yeah. Um, this is a good episode. It's interesting. I'm sorry to anyone out there who said this. There's nothing happened. This nothing, happened. nothing happened. Nothing happened. That's why we were of, able to talk the... about it for an hour and a half. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, can I mention that there's a huge dichotomy between people that are wealthy, that have no families, and Sam having uh, a lifeline to the community by calling them up, asking them for favors, and then them yeah. showing up. And like, even when he talks to his sister and he's like, Oh, just like mom and dad always feeding half the neighborhood because he was talking about how the kids were going hungry from the other family. It's just like, yeah, he has a foundation and he's always observed charity, not charity, yeah. but, you know, um, support, support, communal. Yeah. Communal support. Well, yeah, that's I mean, honestly, that's that's honestly what's going to solve everything is the understanding that like, yeah, there's seven billion billion people on this earth but like we're only around like a couple hundred of them like really with any sort of actual like feeling and impact on our lives in a day-to-day -day basis and it's like that's how you build something meaningful like sam's community they're just like we are literally because the rest of society because it seems to be a predominantly black society they've like well you're not getting lifelines from us so you have to help each other and they've just fostered this incredible um, giving community, but yeah. then, but it has to be a work outside of the larger societal framework that's denying them access. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I mean, we're going to, we're going to end this episode, but I, I think that, um, go to 4am. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Pacific time or Eastern. I, I, I think that the <laughs> lessons that we're learning in these characters, the broad mythology, the morals, the fairy tales that this is teaching us uh, is really nice for actual society. And, and it's tough because we can say that these shows are shows and our society is our society. Real life is real life, whatever. But there are lessons that we learn or, or themes that are being, that are in these episodes that uh, uh, are, are real life things. Right. And the way we view these characters, we're trying to draw parallels for these characters in the show to characters in real or people in real life. And what if, and we're trying to, trying to make sense of them all. Um, and I think that there's uh, clearly a precedent for why Sam is the rightful Captain America and why John Walker is not. And I do, I, I, I am a little bit disappointed in people who would think otherwise, but there are people who would yeah. think otherwise in real life. And whether they're in, in our world or in the MCU world, they're going to think that way too. And that we can never change. But I think there's a clear thing with this show stating who is the rightful Captain America, and it's not this guy, it's this guy. You know what I mean? 
And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's all right if we think that John Walker is a good character, because I think he's a good character. He's yeah. he's showing us these these many different things. Yeah. I don't think he's a poorly written character. I think he's a good written character. That being said, he he needed the, the shield taken from him. He's not fit to be Cap. And I think that if you think he's fit to be Cap, I think there's uh, a little bit of a deeper... Uh, you uh, probably you, stormed yeah. the Capitol if you think that. <laughs> I'm not, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's oh, possible. I, yeah. that's, you know, those are my political views. This is not part of the kink show. I, those are my views and my views alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but stop I, the I'm, not saying, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. It is simplistic, but okay. I can see it. I can see it, definitely. Um, uh, uh. Same trash, you're out there. I see all your stuff. I can't get to it, um, but I, I, I see it. I read it. I note it. I love it. So what's one? What's one you. thing that? What's one thing? Fame trash said. Uh, well, I mean, one thing is who said nothing happened. The opening fight was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good. Thank you, Fame Trash. That was excellent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Fame Trash wrote a whole paragraph about how deep we are in this Marvel story after however many years, after however many shows, and now we're talking about deep hardcore stuff about PTSD and fake and trash loves Marvel so much. And, yeah. you know, exactly. Well, I mean, if you, think, yeah, if you think about it, like Marvel started in 61 and 70, 71 was like when they did the, uh, the drug issue where they, they, they finally yeah. published a, a couple of Spider-Man issues without the comic code authority. And so, yeah, like, I think like that's sort of Marvel's hat is like, let us establish this universe and establish the rhythm of it and how the superhero heroics work. And then once we do that, we're going to start telling some stories. We're going to start telling stuff that's not punch them in the face. It's going to be dealing with some real stuff. Like that's yeah. always been Marvel more than DC. Yeah. Yeah. And, and both companies do learn from each other and, and, and evolve kind of symbiotically. There's the thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I'm very proud of what Marvel has been doing, especially like with this live action cinematic stuff. They've been getting the getting the love out there. So I'm all for inclusivity. Anyone out there who is a Marvel fan, even in the last year, it does not matter. You're a Marvel fan, and uh, uh, hopefully, we're all learning, you know, and enjoying these things together. Um, well, how tragic to if you be- finally became a Marvel fan of the pandemic to like only be able to come across this like in isolation. And not like it's. I mean, it's a. It's it's fun talking about it. Yeah. These after shows because it's like uh, like I miss going to the movies and enjoying this with a crowd and people screaming at, at stuff and like. But I would be. I would. It's it's awesome that people are in it, but it's just like ah to miss out on all that and to experience all this just right. in the isolation of your room yeah. or your house. That's what we're here for, though. That's what the yeah. key is here for. And like, if you like comic books, you can watch Comic Talk on Wednesday nights, and if you like this after show, you can watch this as, as you know, where we talk about the show. If you if you want to hang out with us on, on Friday nights, we got the key back. If you want to talk about specific discussions, we do that every other Saturday. Um, so please, everybody out there, whatever platform you're on, click follow, click like, do what you can. Um, the key is on multiple platforms, and we're on we're on TikTok at The Keeg Show. We're on Instagram at The Keeg Show. So if you haven't followed us there, follow us there and, and stay stay in touch. We post memes uh, on Instagram. I post uh, news videos on, on TikTok. We're doing a lot here. Um, thank you, Trevor, for coming on the show. Thank you for putting time out. I yep. know it's late night and it's it's tough sometimes, but I, I, 
I am lucky that I know so many quality people, uh, uh, Paul included, for being co-host. Oh, um, you know, uh, so many quality people that I can have on this show and still have extra that, like, I know there are people out there uh, that I've had on on WandaVision that I couldn't get on this on this season of, of Falcon Winter Soldier. But, like, uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about this show. I'm feeling good about the Keeg. I'm feeling good about you, Trevor, about the guests out there, the audience out there. So I'm feeling happy. And it doesn't matter whether 10 people watch this or 100 people watch this. Like, the fact that everybody's commenting and feeling like they belong and feeling like like there's their comments are heard, like, that's kind of what we're going for. Um, um, Trevor, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Is yeah. there anything that you want to say? Any final words? Any social media? Anything that you got coming up that you want to talk about? Uh, well, my social media is Trevor Copter, which I believe is right here along. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to really work on my space work so I can, like, interact with the Chirons and information. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I got nothing, nothing going. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm at Trevor Copter. You can find me there. I'm usually ranting about my job, uh, in some way, shape or form. Uh, I love what I do. Like, I like being where I'm at, but it's, it's always frustrating. And so I post Instagram stories about it a lot. Um, but really the only thing I got going on is, uh, I appear sometimes on the Wednesday, uh, comic book talk show, uh, here on the Keeg show channel. So, uh, if you liked what I was saying, check that out. Um, and then also because we missed it last time when I was on the comic book chat, uh, make sure to go to Rush Ticks and support any shows Gil Barron has going on, uh, such as uh, your late night show, uh, which is a show hosted by a different comedian every month. Uh, Rush Ticks, yeah. uh, check them out. <laughs> yeah, because we froze last time. We didn't get yeah. to do a finale, and I promised Gil I was gonna plug, so I'm doing it now. Yeah, thank. Uh, I'm sure Gil uh, appreciates that. Uh, uh, Paul, uh, what you got? Anything? You got anything you want to talk about? Say anything. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, yeah, the what, what was that? The UN talking that the planet <laughs> GRC, the GRC, GRC. Yeah, they infiltrated them. I don't know if we touched on that. So. No, no, we didn't. We touched talked nothing about the flag smashers. <laughs> yeah, like that's how. They were like minimal in this episode. Yeah. They're yeah. setting up for something big and, and we'll find out soon enough. I don't know. Are they just going to kill everybody? Like, what's the goal? I don't know. I'm wondering how long the episode's going to be because this was 60. This was an hour. 61 yeah. minutes. Yeah. And so in finales tend to be the longest episodes of these uh, of the Marvel Plus show. So it's five years. minutes. It's five minutes. They're like, all right, we're done. <laughs> there you go. You, you gotta yeah. slow it down. Watch it at half speed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can we get Zack Snyder in here? We gotta put things in slow, slow motion. Slow down. <laughs> if you have fast footage, send it to Zack Snyder. He'll slow it down for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he fast forwards <laughs> to a dystopian reality. That's yeah. Oh, no. You know that's that's the danger. Is he, he 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 slows down too much that he overcompensates by fast forwarding too far. It's like yeah. Zack, you, snap, you fast forward past. Three movies. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? We live in a society. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Trevor, thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, everybody out there uh, that is watching on whatever platform. Again, please help us out. We're the Keeg. 
we do multiple shows. We do live stream shows. Um, uh, we got Comic Talk on Wednesdays. We got the after show late, late, late Thursday nights. We got the Keeg back every Friday nights. And every other Saturday, we've got the Keeg live where we talk about a different geek topic every geek week. We talked about Invincible, um, uh, the whole comic run, plus the Amazon show. Uh, we talked about that last week so you can check that out if you ever want to look up back episodes uh you can look it up on twitch.tv slash the keeg show that's where we have all our backlog of episodes um but otherwise our main platform is volume.com slash the keeg show uh it is our our main squeeze our main baby uh they love us we love them they help us out we help them out um so if you can uh if you want to come out and create an account on volume.com uh, you can definitely support any of those creators out there that are on volume.com. A lot of them are musicians, singers, but we are the niche geek content that we have here. Um, and so uh, I, I like to think we provide a service that others do not provide. Uh, uh, but follow us on TikTok. If you're on TikTok, follow us on Instagram. At, uh, on Instagram, They're both at The Keeg Show. Trevor, did you want to say something? Final, final comment. Um, yeah. Volume.com, is the same as like YouTube where hit like and subscribe? Hit that bell uh, for notifications. Like, is that what I say on volume as well? There is actually. I think so. Yeah. So make sure to like and subscribe. Follow. follow the Cake Show. Yeah. The, be part of the Cake Nation. <laughs> yeah, I like. To, I like to say they're the Kingdom. The Kingdom is is the fandom. Um, but some people like to call them Kegels. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, which let's, one wins? Let's see. Uh, um, I. I'm going to vote for the Larry Keegs. The Larry, the, <laughs> the Larry Keegs. R.I.P. Larry Keegs. R.I.P. R.I.P. Larry uh, Keegs. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you guys so much for watching once again. Thank you guys. Have a great night. Hopefully I will see you guys in however many hours for the Keeg back, uh, which is our, our our Friday night show where we kick back, we, we shoot the shit, we play some games. It's super fun. Um, and, uh, you know, that's at 9 p.m. Pacific time on Friday nights. Either way, so long. Take care. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been the Falcon and the Winter Soldier After Show. Peace out, y'all.